darling, but does it all mean? Oh, you tell me, does it all mean? To lie, so sudden, feeling like you're not better. Darling, please tell me, what does it all mean? So to hold me back, things that I would not be sad, ever threw away. Tell me, darling, what does it all mean? Don't you tell me, does it all mean? Do you love me anymore? Would you turn me from your door? Oh, darling, does it mean? What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Happy Thursday night. This is a a special edition. Special edition of What Does It All Mean? I'm your host, James Lewis. That was a song by uh, my friend James Jeffrey (coughs) called What Does It All Mean? I love it. So check him out. He's on Instagram. Uh, It's special because usually I do these on Saturday night, says uh, Dream Helix. Usually I do these on Saturday nights, but uh, something came up this week where it forced me to kind of do a show. And it, it was nothing... That was, uh, it was nothing life-changing, but it was just something that made me realize that certain things are still going on in the world that I thought had changed, and I thought that might have been taken care of, and they, they haven't been. So tonight's show is about disinformation, it's about trolls, it's about that QAnon, and it's about how how these people that, you know, fought the capital are still out there and using the tools of what the supposed woke movement created as tools of separation, which to me is kind of a bummer because I was into this woke, supposed woke movement 15, 20 years ago. And in all these things that you hear about now, they've just been all this place with dis- disinformation. And uh, when I started hearing about all these things, I f- actually freaked out and ran and got this Tesla tattoo because I realized that they were even trying to suppress Tesla <clears throat> and his information all because of corporate sponsors and, and corporate uh, basically suppression of ideas. So older dinosaur ideas could be lodged in cement so they could keep making money. So, uh, the point of all of this is, like I said, what does it all mean? Why are there trolls out there? So I, I just made a, a, a post or a comment on a post this week. And, uh, like it was like Biden said something about new infrastructure and, and putting new like pipes into the uh, like into our water system, which I thought was awesome because our water is just undrinkable. So 
if he wants to do that in his administration, I'm all for it. So I just said something like, I'm, I'm glad I voted for him. I really preferred Bernie. I wrote a song called I Burn for Bernie, but we all know that he got ripped off once again. So the DNC just does not have his back. So at that point, I, I had to go anti, I didn't want to go for Trump, so I went for Biden. So I said something on the post, like, I'm glad I voted for him. He's doing well so far. And, it, you know, to an extent, you know, uh, I know the, nobody can be a perfect president, but so far this guy hasn't incited violence. He hasn't uh, shown up with tiki torches. He's not tweeting like crazy. He's not, he doesn't seem to be on drugs. So my point is, uh, you know, I'm happy so far of what I've seen. I hope a lot more changes. I hope, I hope that he, he kind of becomes the, the, you know, the peaceful president that says what he means. And that's really hard for politicians on both sides. So the point is I, uh, as soon as I said that this troll came in and, uh, said something like, you're a sick man. And, uh, like you, you're ruining the country for voting for, for this, this deranged person, something like that. And at that point I was like, what? Like, and I didn't even think about my comment. Cause this is like, I typed this like a week ago. So all of a sudden this came out of nowhere and I looked at the, the post and, uh, and I, the, my first instinct was to get mad, of course, you get mad. And, uh, of course I wanted to get on there and just start, you know, doing one of these. And then I, I've been on this interweb long enough to figure out, Hmm, what's really going on? Like who, who's still up to no good. So then I simply went into the person's, uh, you know, their, their Instagram profile. And it was like dead, dead eye, dead or something. It was a weird name. So I go in there, there's like one picture of some random, random motorcycle. And that's it. And then no information about the person, um, really random followers. So then I went to go and look at the followers and the followers were all fake accounts. They were all just like, you know, no posts once again. Okay. And this is how I'll break it down for older people that might hear this podcast that do not know how to spot fake accounts. That's how you, when you see that people aren't posting pictures, you see that they don't have information about themselves, like what they like, what they, they're, they enjoy. That means that they're most likely a bot, which is like someone that is bought overseas to troll us to cause division amongst these posts and uh, create a narrative to create a fight. Or it's someone that just likes to play the devil's advocate. And, uh, I had someone play the devil's advocate with me recently and, uh, he was a younger, younger kid and he, he was just, whatever I said, he just wanted to go against and I didn't have a problem with it and I wasn't trying to fight with him. I just met him with love and compassion. And, and after a while, like I felt that he, you know, he, he wasn't a, uh, he wasn't a troll. I felt that he was a real person cause he had all these pictures. And so at that point, 
he, uh, I kept, I kept at him with just love and, and whatever he said to try to bring me down, I, I just wouldn't let it. And then come to find out he's a musician. He's a friend now. I'm going to put out a single for him and he's a real person. He wasn't a troll and I'm stoked that we're friends. And so when you go back to the people that are trolls, like I said, there aren't pictures of them. There aren't, there isn't information. You can't see their tangible soul. And at that point, they're a third party person that's been loaned out to a place like India, you know, like a customer service place. And, uh, you know, when you AT&T or whoever you're using, you know, you've got a problem. They'll, they'll loan those people out to India because it's really cheap and all the companies do that. And when you start to think of like politicians and the government as a company, which they are, they're also using their money, which people donate to outsource social media. And that's what's happening. So, uh, you have people like Michael Flynn. He, uh, he got, he got fired from the Trump administration 24 days into the administration. And when he did that, and it was for colluding with the Russians, that's why he got fired. And, uh, Trump said something where he was, uh, something was wrong with Michael Flynn. He had to fire him and, uh, he was just whatever. And he kind of dismissed him. Well, at that point, uh, Flynn starts his own, uh, defense investigation group which is like, or no, sorry, Defense Intelligent Group, or Flynn Intelligent Group, that, that's what it's called, which is just basically a another fancy word for a military psyop operation. And when I looked into this, I started to look at their logo, and I started to look at, like, what they were about, and I started to see, like, these, their logo was a Q, like the actual Q, uh, and then at that point, I'm, what's going on? And and so about a year and a half ago, I'm a UPS driver. I had a lady who is probably about 65, 70, really nice lady. I've known her a long time. She sells teas. She walked up to me and she said, James, uh, do you know about QAnon? And I said, no, I don't. I busy. I don't have time for a QAnon. And, and she's like, no, QAnon. It, it's amazing. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, it's inside information about what's happening in the world. And I said, oh. And I said, she, I said, how do I find this? And then she gave me the, the QAnon dot something like TV. It wasn't even dot com. It was something just secret and weird. And I was like, what has this older woman got herself into? And because one of the last things she said was like, you know, Hillary, they're going to lock up Hillary. As soon as I heard that, I knew that there was some disinformation going on to trick this older woman. And so at that point, I had to um, jump in the line and figure out at what point and how bad is it? And so I jumped on this QAnon 
and I started to read these random like texts and it was all set up on like an 8chan it, it was called like 8chan and it had all of these weird posts that just they looked like like kind of like a MySpace like way back in the day and it was just super cheesy and they had these things called Q drops and these Q drops were just these really stupid things like these one-liners like stop the steal Hillary's going to jail lock her up uh, and, and this is for real this is almost crazy to believe uh, they wanted to stop a satanic pedophile group that's uh, brought to the world by like the Democratic Party which is just come on like that kind of stuff is is shenanigans and uh, the fact that the, these people have fallen for these these ideas is crazy. And as soon as I read the, the QAnon blog, I was just like, I laughed about it. I thought this is a joke. This is a total joke. There's nothing. Nothing's going to come of this. Boy, was I wrong. So what a year and a half goes by or, or eight months goes by. And this thing gets bigger and it gets bigger. Exactly. Shenanigans. And these people storm the Capitol. And uh, then all of a sudden I realize, oh, this is this is real. Michelle says uh, extreme groups, terrorists. Exactly. It, it, they all got together. And how did they get together? There's there's a uh, there's money for everything. And so that goes back to that Michael Flynn and that that. Uh, Flynn Intelligence Agency. When you start to go into it, you, you will see uh, just places where you can buy those hats, like those MAGA hats, and um, just all these Q things, everything that has to do with Q. So at, then you would have these Q drops say, you know, the president is going to give a speech and in the speech, he'll say something like tippy top, tippy top. And sure enough, Easter comes around and the, uh, the, the pre Trump will stand out there and, and he had said, this is going to be a great Easter. It's going to be tippy top, tippy, whatever he would say would be true with the cue. But then there was tons of other disinformation that was not real as well. So people started to really buy this up and they believed it. And it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And let me explain to you, this all started as a LARP. And what a LARP is, is a live action role play. And what that means is these people on 8chan were sitting around and 8chan is just like a, it's a internet board. And these people would sit around and they would, they would make these little memes, these little, those little things that would, would basically say Hillary lock her up for example that's the best example and then you'd see you know a video of Hillary going to jail so these things got so big that the people of America started to believe believe it started to believe that that Clintons were pedophiles and and all of this stuff and because government is not transparent they say they are but they're not and so being at least this government is but i feel that there's already a new world world order where it's one government already and they've already decided what's going to happen and uh 
in saying that they won't let us know about alien technology, which now they're starting to because our our technology is catching up to theirs so we can find out on our own. So my point of that is there's so much misinformation out there that people are falling for it. And uh, I'm going to just keep on the tangent of the aliens that the show X-Files, you know, um, the truth is out there. It is. Everything's out there. But then there's all of this other misinformation as well. So you might have a scoop of truth about alien existence, but then you have all of just these other shenanigans that will muck it all up where you don't know what to believe. And I've seen people get cooked out over that. I've been cooked out over it myself. And that's falling down the rabbit hole. That's trying to be woke, but falling down the rabbit hole. And when you do that, it, it you end up like those people on, on the front yard of the Capitol ready to just take back America, which is crazy because America is great the way it is. This big cantina melting pot of existence. It's the best thing that we have. You know, different cultures, different people. It's what makes America great. So to see these racists coming out of the woodworks and and trying to scare us back into submission like it's the 50s, it's never going to happen. And I think that's the point of this. We're going to start our own digital... I don't want to say army because that's violence. Our digital group of just positive warriors that are ready to stand up to these trolls and uh, call them out. I called out the troll. I said, where are your pictures? And the guy said to me, I don't have time to post pictures. If Once again, I said it before. If you have time to troll me, you have time to show me that your daughter on her Ferris, on her little tricycle, you know? And uh, what's important to you? So, yeah, you, you got to take everything with a gran- grain of sand. I, I didn't want to fall in. The worst I got, I told you, is the Tesla tattoo. And uh, once I got that, I realized even that was a little much. And, and this is a real story. I lived at this Coast Inn hotel, and I was, I was you know, going down the rabbit hole, the, the, U, the YouTube rabbit holes, Every conspiracy you could think of, uh, Majestic 12, uh, Operation Paperclip, like everything you could just think of. I was falling down that rabbit hole at like three o'clock in the morning and my friend Julian was with me and I had to like walk him to someone's house. And so there's a a little private door uh, on the side of the coast inn. And when we walked out of my front door we were walking towards the the street pch and we just got cooked out on all these videos and these two police officers were just standing in the cubby hole like like ready to grab us and i am a martial artist so as soon as i saw them i i kind of went into my stance and i i i freaked out and they looked at us and they go 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 i then we ran to my friend's hotel room uh and I told them what happened and uh, they said, no, there was a boat and there were basically people trying to jump off the boat and come into Laguna Beach. So it wasn't us at all. So Greg, three Greg says, welcome three Greg. 
rabbit holes get a bad rap, but I'll go anywhere that leads me to Wonderland. I agree. I, I love doing that stuff, but if it encourages me to go to the Capitol and start to take back whatever, that hurt me that day. Uh, I, I had a helper that I, I believe that was on the side of Trump. He, he told me that he wasn't, but he, he said, like, I could tell by his face mask that he, he was. And um, it just hurt me knowing that the people died for, you know, the democracy and, and not on the side of like, to, you know, everyone's, everything's perspective, right? You know, because people are going to hear this on the Republican side and say, oh, the stupid liberal hippie and the people on the left are going to be like, yeah, he's completely right. But uh, it hurt me even when that lady got shot. You know, she was so into whatever she believed that she she died for that that QAnon belief. They say that half of all Trump supporters are QAnons. And, and, and where does the word QAnon come from? Anonymous, okay? Anonymous. That's why I started the, the show with, with this. This is anonymous, okay? B for Vendetta. Uh, it, it, it was the concept. These were hackers. This is the matrix. And what Anonymous was, was a group of computer hackers that would expose injustices. Uh, I'll give you an example. There was a coach of a football team that uh, supposedly had some rape allegations. And I think the school that he was working for was trying to cover these up. Anonymous found out and they just, ex they, they exposed it all. They, they gave him like a week. They said, if you don't, if you don't turn yourself in, we're just going to expose everything. And uh, I don't think the, the person did. And then they, ex they exposed him. And uh, whether you like it or whether you don't, it's, it's, it's anonymous and you can't, you can't, you couldn't really find these people. And the government tried and I'm sure they caught tons, but they were kind of always on the side of like, right. Uh, they were like the Robin Hoods of the internet. But then the, the PSYOPs, the Michael Flynn's, the uh, Roger Stone's, they started using these ideas for their own, the, 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 the Neo with the, the blue pill, the red pill, you know, these are all concepts that this is a blue Tesla. Okay. This is a blue Tesla, not a red Tesla. Okay. It, it's, that's real blue pill, red pill. So they took that from the matrix. And when you take, you know, the blue pill, I think you, you stay in the reality and when you take the red pill, you're warped into the fake world where everything is just you're working for the man and everything is okay. So they warp that into QAnon. So it, Q is the person that would have the Q drops. And that was the person supposedly really close to Trump. And then anonymous would be the, uh, the handle. And these people would try to encourage others. They have recruitment, uh, recruitment, like videos and also um, tents outside certain Republican events where they would sign people up to join their digital army. And at that point, people would join the digital army and they would start to make these memes, uh, locker up, uh, you know, all of these just, you know, ridiculous things. Okay, I'm going to read some of these comments really quick. Subliminal becomes... Sub 
delicious. I can't say that word. Sorry. So, yes, I agree with you. Um, they were not down rabbit holes. They were marching to the Orange Queen. Exactly. It, it's strange how that works. So we all, uh, you know, we all like to believe lies because lies are so much better than the truth. And um, they're more interesting, you know? Uh, that's us as humans. We, when we hear that there's just some Atlantis that, that's, you know, or a city of just gold, that it, of course it could be true, but the likelihood of these things being true can also be our imaginations. So greetings, James. Played your song earlier. This is the, the guy that uh, I was talking about that wrote that great song, James Jeffrey. So, all right, a few days before that Capital Six uh, riot, uh, that M Michael Flynn was in his backyard and he did this really strange video and I remember seeing it. It, uh, it was him with all of his family and they all they kind of looked like like they were like German SS soldiers and they were all standing around talking about how they had to stop the steal and how you know we had to take back the country and at the very end he 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 almost like he put his arm up like he was gonna salute Hitler and you know but he but it was like a fist but it, it wasn't you could tell it was like a Heil Hitler. And uh, he said, uh, where we come one, we come all. And it's just that rhetoric. And those are all those cue drops. All of these cue drops, all of these things had already been said by Roger Stone, Michael Flynn, and all of these inner circle people of Trump. And that's the scary part. If these, these, these inner circle government people are trying to divide a nation and it, it, that's insane. That's where stuff starts to fall apart. That That's worse than Nixon. That's worse than Reagan. It, it, it's worse than any Clinton story you've ever heard. So, uh, yeah, everyone here in the rooms are about the same age. You know, you said you're 45. I'm, I'm 44. So we we got a bunch of Generation Xers in here. 46, 40, Generation X. So we've seen a lot of of, of history. We've we've seen Reagan. You know, I was born. Most of us were born in in, in uh, what was it? Jimmy Carter. You know, for us it was Jimmy Carter. I watched a really good documentary about Jimmy Carter. He was a Everyone talked about what a crappy president he was. He never dropped one bomb. I'm sure he made mistakes, but he never dropped one bomb. And and I heard the the big mistake that he made was uh, the Ayatollah of Iran was um, sick, and uh, we have the best medicine supposedly in America at the time. So Jimmy Carter, even though he was our enemy, he the Ayatollah hit him up and said, "I'm I'm dying. Can you hook me up?" And he said, "Come on over, man. We'll we'll hook you up." And at that point, uh, everyone freaked out. And uh, that's where the war started. But he was trying to be peaceful. He was trying to be like Gandhi. Like, you, you, help, your, you, you help your enemies. You do. And when you do that, it, it, but the, the Iranian people freaked out. And that's what caused this whole 
this whole war. So um, Carter was a was a peaceful man. He didn't drop one bomb. He uh, he's best friends with Willie Nelson. Uh, his son smoked a joint with Willie Nelson in the White House. Okay, these these type of people they change the world in a good way. And that's why he's still alive. Even he's like 95 or something. He's still trying to fight the injustices of the world. And uh, I feel the Trumps, the, the Flynn's, <clears throat> the Michael Flynn's, all these people aren't. They are trying to uh, trying to get us back into this this world of uh, suppression in, in the 50s and and trying to, to get us in this dinosaur age. And, and like I said, Generation X, we're not gonna fall for it. We've, we've seen it, we've been there. And, and a lot of this is trying to educate our parents because our parents are the targets right now. The parents are the targets. When, when the people in our lives fall for this crap, it really bums me out. And it's easy to. Uh, there's this company that was called Cambridge Analytica. Cambridge Analytica was in charge of going into Facebook and looking at people's posts and seeing what they were about. So Cambridge Analytica could have access to all of these Facebook accounts for a certain amount of money and, uh, they could see if, say, a certain person liked monster trucks or something, okay? And if they liked monster trucks, they would go in there and they'd look at their their uh, their feed and they would see if they were a swayable person. Like, were they, you know, could they be swayed? And uh, if they could, then they would start to bombard their, those you know, those things that came from 8chan, like Hillary, lock her up. The, these memes, these kind of almost funny memes that made you laugh. They were entertaining. They would get you. And then all of a sudden, they'd link uh, these paid ads to these people. And these people would find other people like them. And these Cambridge Analyticas would start connecting these groups through Facebook and that's what kind of started uh, its own digital army and uh, Cambridge Analytica got in trouble uh, they had to go in front of uh, you know like Congress and tell their stories of what happened there's a whole documentary on Netflix about that which is really good I think it's called hacked I'm not sure don't quote me on that that was just off the top of my head but that's where it kind of started and uh, once you realize that you can sway people's ideas through, through Facebook and uh, just through posts, and, and it happens with me too. I, I will look at these posts and I'll see a, a great idea, you know, where all of a sudden I will see some natural deodorant where I'm like, I've got to try that. Well, I've got to try this natural deodorant. But why? Because these ads are targeted for us. So if the deodorant's going to target us, so will these political ads, lock her up, all these things. We, we all fall for it, and I'm guilty. But when I, you get older, like our parents, non-generation, you know, older generation, 
they, they, the baby boomers, they, they just, they're naive and they don't understand that they're, they're, that is where we have a problem. And you look at these, these, these men and these women at the Capitol, they were all just naive people. They said they were bamboozled, that Trump was going to be with them. When they went to the Capitol, Trump was nowhere to be, you know, near them. And at the, he, and then when they went to round up these, these people, they all were so scared. They asked him for help. Nothing. He, they, they all got tricked. The guy with the big horns, he's in jail right now. The horns with the face paint, he's in jail. He's not going to get out for like 10 to 20 years. Yes, they're giving him an organic diet, but guess what? He's not going to see the light for 10 to 20 years because he decided to go shit on the Capitol. And believe me, I think anarchy is a great idea, but I would never go and shit on the Capitol. I would never go and do what those people do. I have respect for the institution that we've all been brought up to, which is ridiculous to say. But if we all work together and we all do our best for one another, then the, in the institution is not that bad. If we haven't blown each other up thus far and we stop dropping bombs and we stop killing each other, if Biden doesn't drop bombs, things can change. You know, things can change. But our parents need to understand and and I, I think the kids the younger kids they get it most of them get it because they can see the the light they can see the lies they can see the fake accounts they know they they can instantly go and be like oh this is a fake account they can instantly go through and be like this person has no friends or this person has no posts they are quicker than we are so the the millennials people put down the millennials hell no they are they are it TikTok, okay? Most of the kids on most of the people on TikTok are kids. And Trump had that rally for his his uh next campaign. What did TikTok do? TikTok went in there and all these kids got on TikTok and they said, "Hey, let's go buy up all these tickets or or just put our names on these tickets and pretend that we're going to go to this this big event." These kids did this. These millennials did this. And uh, it all of a sudden, millions of tickets were sold. Trump was stoked. He was like, "Yes, I'm gonna, I'm back. America's back." And he he had this false sense of reality, all because of TikTok. So what happens? He goes to the event. There's like four thousand people there max, when there was supposed to be a million. And then there was an investigation. He found out that TikTok did that. That, that these people from TikTok had some conspiracy against him, which is, it's not illegal, it's just people saying, hey, we're not gonna fall for this, and, uh, and also playing the system, the millennials, and after that, he had an investigation and tried to ban TikTok in America, and uh, I think someone bought them, like Microsoft, but he tried to ban TikTok because his feelings got hurt, that was the real deal. That was the real deal. And that shows you the millennials. <laughs> Zephyr says, my kid did that. See, I'm proud of your kid. Do you see? The kids are smart. I'm a musician. And I, I, I had this kid. I was in a band with this kid. Okay? She was so much quicker than me. 
so much better than me. She still is. She still is. She was 14 and she would just look at me. She taught me how to sing over my rhythm with like separating it. You know, as, as a musician, you, you strum your guitar and then you sing. And she was just strumming and singing in two different ways. And me, I have a problem with doing that. I really do. I, I have a problem doing that. So when I saw her do that, I was, it, it instantly, this 14 year old showed me how to play music better. And to think that, hey, you're older, you know better, you can't learn from the kids. It, that's, it's complete ignorance. It really is. The, the kids have studied. The kids have these fancy phones that we, you know that we got when we were like what, thirty something, or you know, the, these kids have had them since birth, and so they know. They know how to spot the QAnons. They know how to spot these creeps. Thank you, Julia. You're the best uh, editor. You're an artist as well. National Artist Day. Check out Julie's artwork. It's great. Hurt Family, 2021. So, what can we do to... Yeah, they feel free that, and they can speak their mind. And that, that's the point. People, these people feel that, of course, there's freedom of speech. And, and the trolls, they, they want a reaction. They want something back at you. But I feel if you speak from the truth from your heart and uh you realize who the trolls are and and where they're coming from i'll break this down there there's most likely a poor family in india that gets paid five dollars a day to do what they're doing and that could probably feed them for i don't know i don't know a week two weeks and at that point who am i to judge who's doing what's wrong and what's right. You know, uh, I won't tangent too off, but in the 90s, I used to do those, oh, three Greg. Let's get three Greg in here. I gotta tell three Greg about the story because it's it's kind of, it's about songwriting. Hey. Three Greg. Mr. Lewis, good to see Mr. you. Mr. Lewis, what's going on, bro? So, man, uh, good to see good, you. Good, going well. Um, How's it going? No, I wanted to touch upon a few things. I think you you were on a really nice stream there with uh, the generational issues. Um, and, you know, when we um, think of, um, in, in terms of, uh, you know, generations, it's usually broken down baby boomers, Gen X, millennials, which used to be Gen Y, um, and then they became millennials. Um, and then, of course, you have the Gen Z. And uh, one of the things about people forget about the baby boomers is we're not as we're actually don't. Uh, and I actually am the tail end of that or at the beginning of Gen X. It's debatable. But the fact is a lot of uh, how do you say it? Baby boomers are very, 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 very old. They're in their 80s. They weren't they, they weren't storming shit. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. I got ready. I get in my damn wheelchair now. Where, where, who am I supposed to hit? You know, no, that that really didn't happen. What, ha what I think, what people totally. really don't understand is, is that our concepts, you know, because of television, because, and when I say television, I don't care how you get it. 
whether it's content from HBO, Hulu, you name it, yeah. it's 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 distorting our reality. And, you know, and I think you did touch upon this a couple of times. You know, but yeah. when it gets down to the generation, I always wanted to jump in here and say, wait a second, don't don't be blaming baby boomers. They, they, they weren't, you know, the majority of them don't like Trump. He threatened their social security, so they will kill him on spot. You know what I mean? Threaten your social, yeah. Oh, believe me, my. My dad's like that. And it's not so much blaming them. It's, it's trying to explain to them that, you know, there is disinformation because they, they, I feel that since these devices, you know, believe me, my, my mom's starting to understand these, how, these how devices, you, but you know, she's probably yeah, about, right. she's 65. So, she's just, so right. So she, she, she just barely, what I'm trying to get at is again, for Gen X, She's that she's cussed. Right. Yeah, she's still from the hippie right. move. Like and, and, and I do that. And, and my yeah. point, you know, so. is that these Gen Xers came at a time where um, we were in the middle of what Alvin Tothra called Future Shock, which of course was um in a really amazing book. If you by the way, if you read it and you read it ten years ago, go read it again. Yeah. I'll check it out. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It what was, was it called, called again? Because it broke up a Shock little bit. By Alvin Toffler. I'll send you. I'll send you a link in there, or, or maybe I'll get your address. I'll okay. send you the book. You know, but what he, you know, what he was talking awesome. about is what was actually happening in that moment, which was, of course, this accelerated um, um, uh, tech. You know, they, they called it. What do they call it? The uh, we we had the uh, the post um, uh, new um, industrial age, right? Which New technologies were coming by way of computer, you know, and machinery, right? And in this world, uh, you know, there was this acceleration of of cultural changes that came with, um, you know, the uh, economic changes that were happening at the same time. Everything had a play on something else. And on top of it, then you had the advent of radio and television. And you were seeing things and hearing things that you thought were, you know, in a visceral way that were real when they were not. You know, they, you know, you know, when you saw mm -hmm. this, this world of, let's say, during the 70s, where Norman Lear was king, we actually saw black families, you know what I mean? And we thought, oh, look at that. They're like us, normal things. Wow, wow, wow. The world's great. Racism did exist. They were fighting it, but we were in the know. We were going to, we, not us, not us watching this. We weren't a part of that, you know, and we felt that we had this kind of world where, we were all educated now. We were all better. When the fact of the matter had changed, in fact, nothing. Had, in fact, it got worse. In fact, for these. For, for... So yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think, from from the time that you uh, were, you know, from you, the time that you can remember, to now, do you think that that the racism and the yes, division absolutely. has yeah, gotten worse? You no, know, I mean. It, because it fragmented from you know these 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 key moments right where you in, in the past there was in the civil rights movement you had the you know you had uh, Selma you had these 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 uh, you had the um, you know Watts riots you know you had these key moments you know where you know assassination of Martin Luther King you know where you saw this eruption and anger you know and it's like where did all that come from. <laughs> Yeah, and every you know that's white people. Where did it all come? Yeah. Why are they so mad? I don't get it. You know, 
What are they? Yeah. What are they afraid of? What are, yeah, well, what are, yeah, the, whites, well, what are the whites afraid of, <laughs> well, man? The whites I don't afraid get of it. everything. You know, what they're mostly afraid of is the loss of the sense that they were in control of their own world, which, of course, was never the case. This is this is you know, this is the problem I'm not talking about, because it's constantly and you find this yourself. It's so multi-layer. You can find yourself. And, and I don't think these are rabbit holes. Yeah. There's just so many tangents. So you have to go like, OK, what tangent I'm going to speak of right now? Which layer am I going to unpeel? What part of the onion am I going to go? Okay, let's just focus on that. Sometimes it's hard to because they're so interconnected. So when we have you ask me, yes. you know, what the differences are, you know, well, I looked at public media for decades, and it was bloody obvious it was all white. <laughs> you just look at you, look it around. You know, here we are. We're all white. What's wrong with this picture? Yeah. Nothing. You know why? Yeah. Well, if black people wanted to be involved, they would have just knocked on our door, right? What? Yeah, that's that's what people said. Oh, they don't give. They don't donate. They don't listen. We don't do what they're interested in. Yeah, that's true. Why? But they would never ask why. You know, they just said, you know, there was just a good excuse. They yeah. didn't accept it. They built their whole industry. And one day they go, oh, shoot, we're not reaching diverse audiences. And we're supposed to be public media. Oops. Okay, let's go reach the verse. And what do they do? They go out and they hire a bunch of black people and Hispanics. And they say, okay, you're now with us. Yeah. Everybody happy? Oh, by the way, you need to shut the fuck up because you're, tell you're telling me I'm doing everything wrong. And I just hired you. You don't know what you're talking about. You just got here. Get your fucking ass out of here, black person, Hispanic person. And then they, and, and, yeah. and they're like, what? You know, but I thought, and, and this is the reception they got, and it erupted. You can read it in the papers. KCRW is an example. You know, um, you know, here here's this noble liberal white bastion radio station. Yet <laughs> you're reading the LA Times that they're literally admitting to essentially white systemic racism. All their black employees left of that moment. Totally. They all left. You know, um, and it's still happening. More disappearing. No reason, no explanation. They just, goodbye, I gotta go. You know, what's that about, right? You know, and you be, you go, well, this is 2021. The fuck is going on here? And this is... You would think things would be getting better. And it, it really seems like with the, you know, let's be honest, we, we just got, we just got Biden in and... Uh, Look, there's still nothing's really changed nope. when it comes to the to the police behavior. You know, we, and, we're and having well, a white just, woman, twenty six years a, experience, you know, everyone force can't tell the difference between her taser and her gun. And, and either way, she was going to pull crazy. the trigger. And to me, it, these for, for for a traffic stop. Yeah, exactly. Either way, she was exactly. going to pull the trigger. I mean, you're like for a traffic yeah. stop. And and so you say so. So anyway, I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt, but yes, continue. Yeah. Oh, no, it's it's that's the point, you know, and these people are supposed to be protecting us. And, you know, I, I saw this. There's this post going around where it says, like, if you're a white person and you've been pulled over and not ever, you know, um, asked to step out of your car, you know, uh, make, you know, post this. And I, I've been on the end of both sticks, you know, where, yeah, I've been pulled over and, you know, not been. You know, they've looked at me and just said, like, okay, you're fine. But then there's been other moments where I've been thrown to the ground, handcuffed, and asked what kind of <laughs> guitar is in the back of my car. 
you know is that a guitar or a bass and i'm just like dude what are you talking about so i i think that the cops just are power tripping robots no matter what and if you look different and if you look like uh, for example like if if you were the dude that was like um, <laughs> not so cool in high school and you've got power now and you hated me yeah. then you're definitely gonna fucking hate me now so it's <clears throat> it's that kind of mentality but it rubs off on black people even more because I feel that they, you know, they feel that they have this good old boys mentality still where Trump in the beginning of the administration said, hey, cops, it's okay to rough these criminals up. It's okay to put mm. them in the back of a car and like hit their head. That was like the first thing he said. And that's giving too much power to these police. The, the, the cop mm -hmm. that stopped that military guy. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? I'm sorry. My dad fucking was in Vietnam. My grandfather was in the fucking Korean War. My fucking great grandfather was like... It goes so back that we we're in the Revolutionary War. Okay, you treat somebody fucking shitty like that, like a cop treating a military person like that, he didn't look like he was out of control. He didn't look like he was really causing a stink, but still that guy treated him like shit because he was just a power tripping robot. And at that point, the army guy is protecting that cop's freedom. And yet this cop just thinks that he's, and that yeah. comes this power. It's power and no respect and we can't get into the psychology of every cop and obviously you know and obviously you know it, it, yes. it isn't that all cops are bad that's a stupid thing to think you know i mean you know i mean you know and and and, and defund totally, the police totally. you know is just a bad description of what really needs to happen because what they mean by that is basically put more you know um of the budget into social you know uh, service solutions as opposed to cop solutions that yeah no one no yes. one is talking about mental health going to be solutions no you know and the ones that do they need to calm exactly. the fuck down exactly. and when they're out there because you got to remember you know one of the yep. things that um you know if you talk to the uh working middle class black um you know in compton in south well that's my area of town right south central you know you know they'll tell you no they don't want the cops not to be there that'd be stupid you know what they what they do yeah. want is exactly. respect and they exactly. want more african-american cops they want people who are yeah. who look like them in the hispanic neighborhoods they want to see people who look like them so they can form a little relationship yep. understand who they are as people and that way there's not this kind of like you know um, a feeling of tribalism, you know, and, and that's essentially what is going on. Yeah. You know, cops are, you know, you've heard it said, and there's a lot of truth to it, even though I'm very, I have friends who are police officers and, you know, and we get into these debates all the time, but there's a lot of tribalism in cops. The minute you put on that uniform, you're suddenly, it's like us versus the world, not us protect the world. Yeah. It's crazy. Versus the world. I don't, Exactly. It's true. So I don't want to get too off, uh, too off point, but, uh, you know, I was, this is about trolls. And when you, when you came in here, I was, uh, I was telling the story about how trolls are, um, you know, could be a person in India or yes. you don't even know some weird you don't even place know that it's just getting paid to do it. Yeah. So I'm going to give an example. So I, back in the nineties, like the, the late nineties, when, um, you could torrent music. I'm just a torrent freak. I was going out there and just torrenting tons of shit because I wanted all this music. So when you torrent things, all of a sudden these pop-ups happen, you know, the, the porn pop-ups, all kind of weird pop-ups. I'm being completely honest. So all wait, of a sudden wait, I are see you this, saying there's this porn, porn pop-up of this beautiful...
Whoa, I am shocked I, right, to hear that. Right? So, so, exactly. So, so all of a sudden I see this picture of this girl and she's just like talking to the camera and she's not stripping or anything. She's just talking. So I'm like, what's going on here? So I go in there and, and it's like this chat thing where you can just talk. And she's sitting there and she's just saying all kinds of things that aren't like perverted. <laughs> so I just start asking questions. Like, I'm like, 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 well, what did you want to do when you were younger? You know, like I was asking just shitty questions. Like I'm just, just some stupid American, you know? And she's like, well, I wanted to be a teacher, you know? And I go, well, well why are you doing this? You know, I'm like, I'm like, what else did you want to do? And she's like, I wanted to move mountains. And I'm like, well, well, you shouldn't do this. Maybe you should go back to teaching and maybe you should like fucking start to move mountains. Dude, then it, the reality, that was my right. American ignorance, right? Then she looked at me and she was just like, you know what, man, you don't fucking know me. And this was, this isn't like a Russian dialect. She's like, you don't fucking know me. You don't know where I'm at. Right. You don't know that I have a child that I'm trying to take care of. Yeah. You don't know shit about me. You don't know that I can't be a teacher. And you don't know what the fuck anything <laughs> is about. And it broke my heart, right? So then I went, I went and I wrote this song called Moving Mountains. And then I tried to go <laughs> look for her because I was just going to pop back in and, and apologize with singing the song Jeez. Moving Mountains. But I, I could never find her again. Those, <laughs> yeah, I love the porn hubs, kind of. But I think it's also amazing that you wrote this song for her and they, she'll never know, probably. <laughs> yeah. Totally. And she still thinks I'm an asshole, oh, believe man. me. Like, she really does. Because I was, like, I did have these. Oh, yeah, I know. I had you, this you, you, way you, about you me. Like, look at me, I'm really better. And, and, and I think everybody's done it at some point. It's like, how does a nice girl like you end up like a place like this, you know? And then we go into like our whole, you know, you know, sense of, yeah. of right and wrong. And it doesn't matter if we even came from tough times ourselves. You know, it, it really doesn't matter. You know, we are trying exactly. to put ourselves in a place we don't belong because it's somebody else's life. And you don't know, yep. and, you know, but you can assume one thing. If anybody's doing anything like that, it's because they need money. And and that's the only avenue probably left for them. Yes. And so for you, yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's the troll. And that's the troll. And that's it. And so there there is other people that are like the devil's advocate that like to play that. But you can really see that because usually they'll they'll show their true colors after a while but the actual trolls are the ones that are causing the division <laughs> and hello heidi i see you there um, but yeah i think the trolls are the ones that are causing the division and i think the more that we call them out and the more that we talk about it and the more that we spread the love and, well, and, and let, inform, let, let, let me uh, okay, yeah, before you so go the generation and, and hold thing, that thought on the generation thing but i've always felt the way to deal with trolls is to yeah. there's two ways i don't call them out you know um, I basically do something that twists the, uh, their argument back on themselves, you know, you know, and if I, you know, and if they insist on yeah. not, you know, proving a fool and not reading what you wrote and then still put their garbage forth, then I go on ignore. Now, ignoring them drives them even more insane, you know, and, and of course, of course, you know, no, it's, you don't so, give them what they want. They're not, it's so, if they're getting paid for every response, think about that. If, if every time I response, respond, they might get like three cents, four cents, whatever it is, that's, you know, a thing. And and for Zephyr, I she says, I was a stripper, seriously helping myself. You know what? You can't judge anyone's, anyone's profession, anyone's, that's what I'm saying. That troll, 
they're a person too. And even though they're writing these hateful things, I don't know where they came from. I don't know what they're doing with their life. And I don't have the right to judge them. And the only thing I can do is try to show love and stripping. I don't feel that, you know, who am I to judge what a stripper does? I feel that, you know, we all do what we want out of just understanding ourselves through the universe and trying to be loved. And that's it, trying to be loved. And that's all we want. We all want to be loved and accepted. And I think that's where that fight of the troll comes in, where we feel like, oh, man, someone's trying to not love us. They're trying to take away that love. And when we fight against it, it's, it's right, but you know, but also there is love. power, That's and there it. are power classes, and then you know, you pro- you 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 approached it on with uh, Cambridge Analytics, and the you know, but what we did say is they were neutral; they didn't really give a fuck. They were just selling; they did not give. It's just it was just a job. Oh, of course, it was it with was the money. Just, and. Who get get that's had right. the money? They they and that's they what the just did a are. job. Exactly. You know, I mean, it sounded you know, and of course you know, <laughs> for us, those of us who are of the generation who remember, you know, the real war, you know, World War Two, remembered the camps, you know, really really understood from uh, you know the, the the situation that we had either relatives or we knew survivors, you know, and you know we're like, oh well, doesn't this sound familiar, you know? Um, you know, the a whole country, both Germany and Japan, two whole countries basically went down the same. Ra- it's not a rabbit hole. It's a road. It's a pathway. And the pathway basically said yeah. that we are either doing yeah. what we're told. And that's a good thing. Japan, you know, that obey orders, do not defy authority. You know, that's what they grew up and trained. Whereas the Nazis, you know, they were just basically bureaucrats. Oh, Paperwork came in. It said a hundred thousand teeth. Hundred, was it a hundred thousand? It can't be. That's a clean number. Somebody go out and count that gold teeth that they just pulled from real people's mouths. And I think we're missing that yeah. gold tooth here, yep. you know. And they're checking it off. They actually had this data. I mean, you got to think about the madness. Go ahead. Okay, I have to cut you off because we're at twelve five nine. We're at twelve five nine, and I've got to. I got to end this. We'll do this again. Seconds, Sorry, but I completely, Nazis. dude, Nazis, Nazis. Hold on. That's a whole nother show. Three, show. Right? We're going to have to do I a whole nother show song. on Nazis. Sorry, came in late. Swear to God. Again. Thank so, you. We'll do this again. Mr. Lewis. Dude, I, I love Mr. I Lewis. I fucking love you. I love you. <laughs> Take care. I love you, Mr. Lewis. Thank you for watching. Thank you for participating. Everybody, what does it all mean? What does it all fucking mean? <laughs> and fuck Don Bowles, everybody. Fuck Don Bowles. Good night.